We hear in our Gospel reading an interaction between our Lord Jesus and the Pharisees and scribes of his time. In this case, brought on by the Pharisees being critical of his disciples for not washing their hands before eating. And we heard a description of the customs of the Jewish people of the time related to the washing of many things. Their motivation was not, as it might be for us today, health or being sanitary. Their motivation was ritual purity. And in so doing, they had taken certain requirements related to washing that were contained within the law given in the covenant to Moses and greatly extended them. We heard in the first reading Moses telling the people of Israel how very valuable this teaching would be to them. We heard, among other things, he told them, don't add to this, don't subtract from it. And unfortunately, this was a case of adding that certain requirements of ritual purity, especially pertaining to priests before sacrifice, but to some degree to others, had been, by Jesus' time, greatly extended. It treated as if this were a requirement. It had been added to. And the problem was not only that the law had been added to, but as our Lord Jesus pointed out, that this excessive focus upon external washing had ended up leading them to ignore what was inside. We always want our external actions to match what is inside, not to be different, but to be helping what is inside and representing what is inside, not for the outside to be clean while the inside is something completely different. Our Lord Jesus said, don't be so obsessed with these washings of the outside. Be concerned about what is inside. Now we might think, well, those silly Pharisees, how could they make that mistake? How could they get so concerned with what is outside? Now to be sure, we in our time are somewhat different than they in theirs. And yet in our own way, Somewhat in somewhat different details, but in a parallel way, we can fall into the same trap that they did. It is very easy for us, for different motivations, to become very concerned with everything that pertains to the body. Thus we might think with regard to ourselves, or spouses, or children, very carefully about what we eat and what we drink, and try to make sure that it's nutritious and free of chemicals or hormones or genetic modification or various traits and pay a great deal of attention to make sure that it is just so. Or maybe the medicine that we take or the soaps or lotions we use, we try to make sure it's exactly right, effective to kill germs, and natural to enhance the body. We want to pay a great deal of attention to exercise or to sports, similarly to clothes, sheets, towels. All of these things have to do with the body. And you may, as I'm describing this, recognize that you might pay a great deal of attention to these things. 
Now, it's good for us to pay attention to the body. It's good to take care of it. But it's possible to fall into the same trap as those Pharisees, to pay all this attention to the body while not paying nearly as much attention to what we take in and dwell upon within, in our hearts and minds and souls. Think about all the things that we take in, not by eating, but by looking or listening. Perhaps on our various many forms of screens that we have today, or even still on paper. What do we take in and dwell upon within? Do we secretly take in pornography and deal and focus upon lustful or even violent images? Do we focus upon violence in the sort of depictions that we watch or listen to? Or profanity? Or anger? What about the conversations that we enter into with other people, what we hear them say and what we say back? Is it sometimes full of gossip? Criticism, making judgments of others. And when we're by ourselves, not watching or listening or talking, what do we imagine? What do we remember? What do we dwell upon? Is what is in our hearts and minds as clean and pure and wholesome as everything we touch with our bodies or take inside physically? We heard our Lord Jesus talk about what comes from within. And this week, as nearly every week, we've heard news of someone committing terribly violent, murderous acts. We hear this every week, don't we? Where does this come from? It comes from within, doesn't it? When what is within is anger and hatred, this may lead to violent words and actions against others, perhaps in a small way, perhaps in a big way. But what is within is impure. This may lead to impure actions on the outside. When what is within is envy and greed, this might lead us to steal or to seek to manipulate, to gain material possessions. What is within leads to what we say and do on the outside. Why? Why is it so easy, whether in the Pharisees' time or now, to ignore what is inside when we pay such careful attention to what is physical and on the outside? Today we might say, well, it's so easy. It's so easy to look upon these things, listen to them, think about them. And so many people around me are doing the same thing. It's easy. Or perhaps we think we should or we think we need to. I need to know that and be informed about that. Do you? I need to know that so that I can help. Maybe. But maybe what you need in your heart is love and peace so that into a difficult situation you bring something different. Maybe sometimes it's that we don't value ourselves enough. Think about how there's probably at least one person in your life, maybe many, that you so treasure that you want to protect them from being 
stained on the inside by these things, because you know that they are valuable and strong and beautiful. And maybe sometimes we don't think that we're valuable or beautiful enough to be worth protecting. But you are. You, you personally, are worth that much are that precious, are that beautiful, that you are worth protecting, which includes protecting yourself, protecting your heart and your mind, because you are so beautiful and precious from being stained by these things. There's some beautiful words within chapters 61 and 62 of the prophet Isaiah, which can depict for us what God wants us to be with him. We read, I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice. Like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with jewels, you shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord a royal diadem held by your God, for the Lord delights in you. So how then to respond? If we have been like the Pharisees and neglected what is within, how to respond? First of all, surely to think about and to pray about what it is that we've been taking in and dwelling upon. Think about and ask the Lord, what, what have I been? keeping within my heart and mind. What changes should I make? And then to make those changes. But perhaps you would say, Father, it's not so simple. Because of what I've done already, I have that stain in me. I feel guilt. I feel shame. I feel in some way dirty or wounded inside. It's not as simple as just stopping confidence in the healing and cleansing power of our Lord Jesus. First, make sure you go to confession. This will forgive your guilt, and that in itself may change what you feel within, and already begin to make changes to wash away the stain that you might sense. And then beyond that, take these things regularly to prayer, perhaps especially to Eucharistic adoration, such as we will have here this evening. The Lord transforms hearts in many ways, especially in such times of communication and communion with Him. Then also, take our Lord Jesus at His word. Some of what is within you that relate to needing to forgive others so that you can have freedom from those grudges and that resentment. You may need to renounce certain spiritual influences by which the evil one has been ready to mess with you on the inside. If you feel like these things have come at you and dwell within you and that you're not free to let them go, then I encourage you to come and talk to me. There is healing, there is freeing. 
and I'd be happy to tell you about it and help you with it. If you have carried this stain within, have confidence that our Lord Jesus wants to transform you because you are that precious to him. You are that beautiful. And he can make you clean on the inside. I close with the words of St. Paul, writing to the Philippians. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things.